0: Welcome to Movies in the Buff and this week's edition of the storyboard, where we share industry news, pitch a streaming movie for the weekend, and give you all a preview of next week's movie in our Kate Winslet month, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. And now for the news.
1: I did it right. We timed it. I did it right. That was awesome. Yes, no flubs. High fives. Air fives. Air fives. That was awesome. Okay, news time. I got some Kate Winslet news. Oh. I got some Kate Winslet news for our Kate Winslet month. So, Francis Lee is to direct Kate Winslet and Saoirse Ronan in a love drama, Ammonite. A-M-M-O-N-I-T-E. Okay. Uh, It is a gay love story. uh, And... Francis Lee did one called God's Own Country, in, in 2017. Um, let's see what else I have on this article.
0: <laughs> I haven't heard of this at all. That's exciting. I like both of those actors a yeah, lot.
1: They're really good. Saoirse Ronan is so freaking good. Um, she's
0: gonna have a career like Kate Winslet's.
1: Absolutely. Like the stuff that she's done is kind. Of, that's interesting. Like, yeah, she kind of does mirror her. Her stuff, like, with Brooklyn and then also, like, Ladybird. I mean, then to also... be fair, she
0: started a little bit earlier than Kate Winslet did, at least in the mainstream. Cause, True. You mean, with she shows bones. up in Lovely Bones. She's in Grand Budapest, so, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she's good. Um, okay, let's see. It's set in a UK coastal town in the 1840s. Ammonite will follow the unlikely romance between paleontologist Mary Anning and a London woman of means to whom she must unexpectedly play nursemaid. Oh. Uh, producers haven't announced who will play who, but Lee is writing the script himself. According to Telegraph, Anning is renowned for her discoveries of Jurassic fossils, etc. etc. Uh Production is due to start in March, so it's likely going to be a 2020 player. But don't be surprised if uh, Lee's status on the national charts is one of the most promising filmmakers on the planet. Um, it's easy to see this one making a big splash on the film festival circuit. So... Uh, the playlist website has it uh, earmarked for the most anticipated 2020 movies. So... Rock on. Yeah, that should be good. I mean, those two are both really, really good. And, uh, you know, with Call Me By Your Name and a lot of the other, you know, romances revolving around two men, it'll be interesting to kind of yeah, finally have them revolve around two women. That's what I got. Yeah, Kate Winslet.
0: Um, so this is kind of news and kind of old news but also new news it's the most newsiest of (laughs) newses it's the huge listen to listen listen to no i listened to sense and sensibility back and the the freaking line he's the just the the hugh grant thing that i said oh my god
1: (laughs) yeah it's awesome you gotta put that on like a mug yeah right
0: just the right perfect amount of hugh grant yeah (laughs) um anyway uh before aretha franklin passed um, she had already named Jennifer Hudson to play her in a biopic.
1: You have already given this news. No, I haven't. Okay. <laughs> I know for a fact I haven't.
0: I did just pucker a little bit where I was like, oh, are you kidding me? Like my blood pressure just went up. Um, But... It, with Aretha Franklin's recent passing, the, the production of this movie has been expedited. And so they've started to gather a creative team and they've named a director and they've titled the movie as well. The movie is now titled Respect, uh, appropriately, um, and is going to be directed by a veteran of the stage um, who's directed a lot at like Roundabout and, and in the New York scene and also regionally and then also had a lot to do with Frozen recently on Broadway and Eclipsed. Um, Liesl Tommy, mm, mm-hmm. who's also directed episodes of Insecure and Queen Sugar, if you've watched any of those shows. Um, and Jennifer Hudson, of course, is playing Aretha, and it's a true, a true biopic. It's following from her, from her growing up singing in church through her stardom and civil rights activism through her, um, through the end of her life, from what I understand. Uh, and including the, the bit where she gets inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame. So which is amazing. Awesome. Yeah. First woman to be inducted. Um, I believe.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense.
0: Um, and so I'm just really stoked for that. No word on a, a release date yet, but pro- also probably in that 2020
1: range. Yeah. That is like the perfect of all casting. I mean, she is going like, I love Jennifer Hudson's voice. She can absolutely destroy, just shred on Aretha Franklin. Yeah, so that's great. I Very mean, it's, it's like in- instant Oscar nom, right? <laughs> God damn it! You were such a
0: fucking braggadocio earlier, <laughs>
1: <sighs> man. I was so excited earlier that I got it right. As I was saying before, he so rudely interrupted. Ron. In- yeah, Ron. Uh, instant Oscar nom, right? Like probably, yeah. I mean, last time she got an Oscar nom for Dream one For one song. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And now she's going to have an entire movie's worth. Yeah. So, well, that's good. All right. Well, should we finally throw it back to Mr. Rudy Pants in the studio? Yeah,
0: after he cut in on us. Ron. Well, for all of us here at Channel 4 News, I'm Ron Burgundy. You stay classy, San Diego. And thanks for stopping by. But mainly, stay classy.
1: Welcome to this edition of Streaming in the Buff. Today we are doing Independence Day. Very excited. Uh, Independence Day was nominated and won uh, for Best Effects Visual Effects. Oscar winner. That's our... What year? 97? 97. 97. Yep. Great. That was the one. Yep. Uh, which is cool because we just talked about Titanic on Monday, which was also this same year. Right, which came a year after this. Right, because this movie was made in 96, so one in spring of 97. Correct. Yep, which is pretty cool. Uh, right, so here's your, your synopsis here. <gasps> the aliens are coming and their goal is to invade and destroy Earth. Fighting superior technology, mankind's best weapon is the will to survive. That's written by Rob Hartill. Thanks, Rob. Man,
0: <laughs> like, I feel like the I need aliens to, are coming. I feel like I need to get a career just like writing movie summaries. Dude, I'm
1: serious, man. This is trash. Uh, I, to be fair, there are some <laughs> that are like a paragraph long that I'm absolutely not reading. <laughs> yeah. Great, uh, great, cool. So Independence Day. You mean Star Wars? I know. I mean Star Trek. I mean. Um, <laughs> Galaxy Quest. Right. Mars Attacks? Oh, yeah. I. So this
0: is actually something... I haven't seen this movie quite literally in like 20 years. Oh, wow. Um, so it was quite a, a shock to go back to it.
1: Which is on... Stars. stars. That's where you can find this. Sorry. Yep.
0: Um, so it was quite a shock to go back to it. Especially having so much more Star Wars in my life now than it did when it came out. Right. Like, everything from like the plot to some of the action sequences and even the score,
1: the score. So
0: like, especially the end credit that end credit. I know. I, You're saw like, I was like, Whoa, but it's like, <laughs> just yeah. like, this is, this is just straight ripped from <laughs> star Wars.
1: Well, Hey, you know, it worked well for star Wars. So, but even some try. of the,
0: like, you know, some of the fight scenes, the, especially the, the jet scenes yeah, and whatnot. Fights, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for finding that word for me. I got you. Um, our, our, Luke and his X-wing and three Tie fighters. Yeah. Like that's what it is. Yep, and it's great. <laughs> yeah,
1: and that's kind of like my, my takeaway from this movie. We're just gonna jump right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but the, the visual effects, the majority of them absolutely—they're hold pretty up. great. Like they're pretty great. I was watching this, and Kyle Schaefer walked over, and he's like, "What are you watching over here?" And yeah, and and he w- and I was like Independence Day. He's like, "Oh yeah, I totally." Whoa, this looks good. Yeah. Wow. This looks really good. I mean, the graphics in this movie are better than some of the sci-fi graphics that we see today. You know what I mean? Like, those dogfight scenes, like, holy shit. And, and it's, the explosions of everything, like the Empire State Building, all of that. like Absolutely. Man. And it,
0: it so blends. I, I think a lot of it has to do
1: with this movie,
0: despite being a movie that takes place... In the air a lot still has a lot of practical effects, and I'm sure you and TJ talked about it with Mad Max too. I I can't quite remember if you did or not, um but when you when you use all CGI, you as a viewer just like, okay, like this is all computer generated, right? This is all so obviously in front of a green screen, whereas. as you start to meld the two and put CGI on top of practical effects, that's when things really start to meld and, and, and mesh. Yep. Um, and so there are a lot of practical effects in this movie with the aliens, specifically in the Area 51 lab yeah, and I things like that. Yeah. Um. You know, we don't want to spoil the whole thing, but I mean, we know there are aliens in the first 12 minutes of this right. movie. So yeah. right. get over it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Less than the first 12 <laughs> <laughs> opening yeah. shot fair enough. aliens go over the moon (laughs) right right um which uh brad has some questions i have some
0: questions (laughs) so the most unbelievable part of this movie yeah the most unbelievable part we see a satellite right yeah satellite just going around earth how do satellites travel john do you know
1: in in orbit
0: sure but what is orbit right Orbits controlled by gravity. Right. Yeah. Right? Two uh-huh. mass objects. It's it's connected to the Earth's gravity. Its acceleration around the Earth moves it around. Yes. Right? Yep. Doesn't need propulsion. We've got it out there with the propulsion. No more propulsion. Right. So presumably, there's no engine, no motor, no chemical propulsion, no nothing of the sort. Right? right?
1: It's not gonna change directions or go anywhere else.
0: Nope. And so Satellite's flying along. We're like, oh, a satellite. Oh, alien ship. And then it hits the alien ship and explodes. Not going to happen.
1: Because there's no because fuel. Th-
0: there's no fuel. There's no oxygen. Right. Fire can't happen. Not going to happen. <laughs> also, makes a big old bang. Guess what doesn't exist <laughs> in space? Sound. Thank you. It's a vacuum.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. End of movie. <laughs> yeah. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> that was like pretty early on. <laughs> My for my I have some questions segment. <laughs> the most unbelievable part for me in this movie is like, okay, wait a minute. So all of these alien ships coordinate over the mass population of all the different places on Earth, and the brightest minds on Earth send a helicopter with blinking lights to communicate. <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I was like, what are you talking about right well, now? <laughs> yeah, we've established <laughs> these people can travel intergalactically you don't think they can speak our language and know everything about us you think that we have to we're gonna send like blinking flashlights in morse code what are you talking about yeah i i don't know but i i love this movie man it's <laughs> no, I do it's, too. it's a blast yeah it's fun and it's the movie, so stupidly fun no it is and like going back to like the top of this like the acting of this is great like you get classic will smith classic jeff goldblum classic randy quaid classic bill pullman like you just get the classic, like what I want from Will Smith at this right. point, right? Like, oh, I gotta get me one of these. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, was what bad... is that smell? You know, yeah. like all of these little quips and corpse. I fucking love it. It's like it's like how he is in Men in Black and Bad Boys and like I Robot and stuff. It's like yes, all yeah. day. Give Nails me it. that. Give me that. I uh, man. Bill Pullman, I go back
0: and forth with him every time. Like the speech is obviously great. Yeah, I, I
1: wait for that speech, um, man.
0: Right. It's like well, we rise
1: into the Oh man. It's iconic. It's, so it's quoted
0: good. in a bunch of different movies. Um going forward. But there are times when you're just like, Oh man, I wish they would've done another take. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's kinda how Bill Pullman always is. Yeah. Until his later stuff. Have you watched him on uh The Sinner? Mm-hmm. I think that's what. Yeah, the center with Jessica Beale. I haven't. He's really good on that show. Yeah. And, but I. But it's like, him in this is the same as like him in Spaceballs. Right. It, you know where you're like, you almost read that line right. It's also we while we're you know going category here. The the script is not great. No, it's not great. But who expected it to be? Right, and it gets. I have a thing on on the writing here of like what makes this movie enjoyable is will smith, jeff goldblum and the actors in it saying the lines cuz a lot of it's going to be improvised and a lot of it is just the jeff goldblum looking over oops what why oops what are we i don't like oops like it's just doing his jeff goldblum thing which endears us to the character sure if anyone else is just reading the script it's a not good yeah i agree one quick note real quick is it one,
0: as long as it's quick <laughs> I'm gonna go really slowly <laughs> so this movie is made in 96. <clears throat> we're four years farther removed from that movie now than it was when to than it was when it came out to Star Wars
1: uh, so this movie because like, ca- Star Wars which came one? out in 77 oh so you're talking okay because in 2000 2000 right is when Phantom, Phantom yeah. Menace came
0: out two years later yeah. in 98.
1: Um, but no, New Hope, which this movie is
0: very clearly based on, yeah, um, is yeah 19 years prior, and we're 25 now from it. Right. Or 23 and a half, right.
1: or whatever you want to call it.
0: Uh, I just thought that was interesting.
1: Yeah, that is interesting. And kind of interesting, yeah, looking back on like the technology that they were using then, and it is, it is a different thing with like pre iPhone and all of that. It's yep. interesting. I do. Before we move on from the acting category, I have to give that call out to Brent Spiner, who is the guy. He plays Mr. Data in the new start not the new, but in Star Trek enterprise, all that stuff. But he's the one who plays the scientist that is really me, you know, when he gets, the, Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he is so good in this movie. Yeah. He's that, great. He's a scientist in area 51, that whole area 51 sequence is some of the best in the movie, I think. Like, it, I agree. It's so good. Uh, which goes to the directing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we have to call out, there are iconic shots, right? Like, yeah. Like the blue blowing up the White House, the blue ships, like iconic, so good.
0: Yeah, the, the the destruction of the White House, everybody knows. Yeah. If you've never seen this movie, you still know what movie that shot is from. Right, right, absolutely. And I also forget how early that happens. Yeah. Like, it happens on, like, minute
1: 30 or 35. Right, because they make it seem, like, in all the previews and everything else. Like, you know, that's the penult- the you know, the ultimate moment. Right. How could it get worse? They blow it, yeah, but nope. But even, like, they're using those great shots, like, when the alien ships first enter the atmosphere uh, are beautifully shot. Like, yeah. the cinematography and art direction on that is really beautiful. Uh, and my only, like, uh, we already mentioned the dogfight scene, but, like the will smith in the desert he's dragging the alien yeah i think that is a brilliant shot
0: the desert scene the desert is they they really capture that well because the uh, when when we get the rv parade yeah. as well it's yeah. like mad max man they yeah. just come trolling across this desert uh and it's it's just the 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 landscape lends it so well to film yeah because it gives you that wide angle without needing a lot of height right and so you can capture a lot of action um it's you know it's the ben-hur shot like mm, it's mm-hmm. it just is it's that wide right i mean it's not it's not ben-hur but you know what i mean you're right absolutely uh, using um, that perspective
1: you got anything else on directing there not really nope it's interesting because Roland Emmerich is the director and like he's got some like I think he's really good when he's really good. That's a dumb statement, but like because <laughs> like he did Independence Day, which is like a good, fun, awesome, like action made a movie. bunch of movie money. It did make a bunch of movie. <laughs> but then he also did like Day After Tomorrow and Godzilla. And you're like, oh, OK, so that wasn't that great. But then uh, the
0: day after tomorrow is
1: the day before yesterday's tomorrow was t- this week. Yes. <laughs> and he also did like he did the new Independence Day, which was not good. Uh, but then like the Patriot, I will ride hard for that movie. I love that movie. And I thought he did really well. in that you movie. you just want to wear a bow in your hair. I may be wearing a bow in my hair right now. <laughs> Or Stargate, right? The original Stargate, yeah. that was pretty good, right? Patriots, good, yeah. Uh, and Universal Soldier is like kind of. I'm also a sucker for revolutionary war dude, films. Me too, fucking love it. So, but other than that, like he did White House Down. What Jamie Foxx and what is that? Channing Tatum, yeah, like dumb Never action heard of flick, it. yeah, like <laughs> what? So I don't know. It's just kind of interesting that like he's really good when he's good but like sure. why did why was he really good in this one and a couple of them and then like the other ones flopped anyway uh we already talked about the writing so and we already talked about the the music i thought i i think the main theme works for the movie yeah but it's also because it's based on star wars it's based on star wars yeah i mean
0: it's just a it's it's a pretty straight rip from john williams yeah. like
1: yeah he has a he Uh, adds his own little tune to it to make it like the Independence Day tune, but it's... He's essentially Vanilla Icing Queen. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) That's exactly right. You're exactly right.
0: (laughs) Um, The only other thing that I really have to say in terms of the effect, the creature design is so good, man. Good. It's so detailed and so well thought out. In terms of how they move, how they blink, how they see, how you know how the tentacles work, how you know how this shell encases the actual uh, creature, and things like that, I, I think it's really, really well done.
1: And it's interesting. I read that the the creature designer or a special effects designer came up with two character designs for the aliens and brought them to Roland Emmerich, and Roland Emmerich liked both of them so much. That he said, why don't we put one inside the other so that we have a shell or a, a sort of uh, armor that the guy lives inside, which is cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. The other effects thing that I wanted to mention,
0: and, you know, we talked about Titanic earlier this week. It just shows, because some, some of the effects here are just a bit dated. Yeah. They, some of them do feel dated. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and not, not necessarily, like, the sci-fi stuff, but a lot of, like, the fire effects. Mm. Um, to me, like, when... Um, I, I forget Will Smith's um, partner's name. But when she and the, the boy and the dog are, are trying to escape oh, town, yeah. right? And the fire comes barreling through the tunnel. And they, like, jump in this little side room. And then we get, like, an air bud moment. Yeah, <laughs> Totally. Save the dog. Yeah, I was like, "What yeah. the? F- like, what is that?" Yeah, that one. Didn't but it hold just up. goes to prove, like, goes to show how much of a step forward Titanic made for visual effects artists, right? Oh, right, absolutely. like just the scale and and that kind of thing. Um, I mean, and like we said, like there there are a number of effects in Titanic that also don't hold up right but just in terms of scale and believability there's just a big step forward from 1997's winter independence day to 1998's -hmm. winter Titanic
1: right absolutely absolutely yeah and I just wish we could go back to I think like the new Star Wars went back to that a little bit where where they they melded visual effects and practical effects yeah and they look really good so
0: much better yeah it's so much better so much better because uh humans are so much more perceptive than our like we don't just see we can tell the difference between something that is tangible and something that is not yeah like it's it's
1: i will always use the example of the original jurassic park when Sam Neill is on the breathing dinosaur to the new Jurassic world where they do the same call out shot. And Chris Pratt is on a breathing dinosaur, except he's on a CGI dinosaur. That's
0: essentially a heap of towels. Right.
1: And it reads so different and there's a different visceral feeling to it. Like, man, man, man. So when do you watch this movie? July
0: 4th. Yeah. Right? <laughs> this is a perfect
1: like summer blockbuster. Yep. Like let's have a barbecue and open watch the, open the windows, crank the sound. Yeah. Like <laughs> make people think that your house is exploding <laughs> or that the aliens have come, yeah, have come to your house. Yep. Yeah, totally. Me too. This is great. Uh, well, this is on stars. Check it out. It's, I mean, it's also a good, like, like I want to just have a night where I just watch, watch a, a fucking movie. movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> not have to think too hard you've seen it a thousand times but you know i don't want to watch it with the commercials and yeah it's fun to revisit like you said because the effects do hold up i was so shocked me too i was so shocked yeah cool well join us for the following previews i'm clementine by the way i'm joel hi joel no jokes about my name You like? You look like a tangerine. I want to be a
0: great, big, huge elephant. You're trying to figure out, did I have sex with someone tonight?
1: Isn't that how you get people to like you?
0: Here at Lacuna, we have a safe technique for the focused erasure of troubling memories. Is there
1: any risk of brain damage? Technically, the procedure is brain damage. Well, it's on
0: a par with a night of heavy drinking. Nothing you'll miss.
1: Ah! I mean, my head already it That baby's history. It's all being wiped away. They're erasing you, Clem. You'll be gone by morning. Sun in the sky. Whoa! Careful. What? Step back. Roach the guy loved you on this day. Please let me keep this memory.
0: The eraser guys are coming here. Wake
1: yourself up! Where well,
0: are working like gangbusters?
1: I do somewhere deeper. Can you hear me? I don't want this anymore. I want to call it off! He's up in that. seemed to have lost him for a moment. Oh dear.
0: sunshine of the spotless mind i want my mommy this is sort of warped thanks everybody for listening to this week's episode of the storyboard say, did you forget uh, one? <laughs> <laughs> No, but please be sure to join us next week on Monday, January 21st for one of my all-time favorite movies, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless
1: Mind. God, it's one of mine too. Oh my God, that movie's so good. I can't wait. Uh, Yes, so check that out. Email us at watchingmoviesinthebuff at gmail.com. Let us know what you're thinking. Uh, Hit us up on Facebook and Instagram at moviesinthebuff, Twitter at buffmovies, and uh, until then... Take it to the baby town. Humphrey? I'm no good at being noble, but it doesn't take much to see that the problems of three little people don't amount to a hill of beans in this crazy world. Someday you'll understand that. No, no. Here's looking at you, kid.